Good day and welcome to another episode of the Fellowcast. With me today in the studio or in my office, I have uh, Eddie Cochran, and he is an elder at the fellowship. He's been an elder for a very long time, but he's also a prayer warrior. And and in a, on a daily basis, he lives um, from a place of prayer and communion with with God. He runs the prayer ministry at the fellowship. He's in charge of that. So today we're going to speak to him about what is prayer, what is prayer about, what does prayer look like at the fellowship and for the church. So welcome, Eddie. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. You always get us all pumped up when you get to share about your heart. And I'm trusting that today it'll be the same again. People will be charged up and people will be encouraged about what you have to share. Awesome. So, so tell us about yourself. What, do you, what is it that you do on a regular day? I really believe I'm just a ordinary guy that God put here in Malpos. Um I have a wife and a daughter. Um, happily married for 25, 26 years now. My daughter is in the final years of studies. Um, apart from church, I work as a business analyst at, uh, at an insurance company. I've been there for now a good 10, 12 years. Uh, God's really blessed me and that's basically what I do uh, and apart from that I really love the Lord and I believe that's that's what keeps me going yeah yeah and you obviously didn't include it in there but part of your daily routines is is being at prayer meeting most mornings I know most mornings you'll be a uh, very early yes <laughs> <So> tell <laughs> us tell us the time quickly <laughs> yeah we have um, my involvement uh, starts at around about uh, we've got prayer meetings during the week from five to seven yeah. um, i'm in and out as i get some other stuff going at home as well but we basically from five to seven uh, weekdays uh, saturday mornings we six to seven uh, sunday mornings we get together before um, service first service just shortly after seven yeah uh, around about up to eight when the first service starts yeah how did you discover this this love for prayer because obviously being so committed to to let's i don't want to call it a cause but but kind of being so committed to this kind of ministry requires a special kind of passion and love and and how did you discover that love for prayer sure uh, it's, it's i can't give a specific date um i've often wondered and sit back and i go and every year i have a look at my journal and stuff um there was a time uh, in about uh, 1999, that's way back, um, God really moved me. Um, I was just, uh, if I can call it the church, goer. nothing happening yeah. really hot. Um, just knowing the Lord, I mean, I, I came to salvation when I was quite young, I think 8 or 10. Mm. And uh, then I encountered God big time. There was some rubbish in my life that He sorted out. And, and then a fire was ignited, but in, in 2000. I don't know. We just felt moved to move to Melkbostrand. Uh, from where did you move? From uh, Bloberg West, West Beach. Okay. We, s we lived there. And um, I don't know. There was just an unction God brought us here. And then he put me alongside a couple um, that used to be, they headed up almost the intercessory body in, in Melkbostrand. Mm. And I somehow landed alongside them and... and I don't know, just got there and then God started to stir and things started to happen and I was really, I learned so much and yeah. I just started and then I, the more I spent time with God praying and being with others, it, it I don't know, just ignited stuff. <laughs> 
and you mentioned something in there about you got alongside of a couple and that's right and yes. it, it's that old thing of it's something that you caught it's it's we often hear the saying an anointing is is not taught it's caught yes and, yes. and it is so true when you get alongside someone who has that that fire that you often get ignited with that same fire so uh, i i really a, have value for people that that are these front runners and and I, I personally see you as one of those in our church for where prayer is going where intercession is going that when we can get alongside of someone who has this passion it is inevitable that you will be ignited and, and it excites me yeah it, it, what you just said is quite interesting um i i surely don't have it all um but i've had i i still get excited when I come alongside others in prayer meetings mm. and I catch their passion yeah. where it might not be even their main ministry if you can call it that way but I, I really it's not something you stand on your own although there are different aspects of prayer but it, I still catch so much from others mm. um, that, that other people encourage you to pray even more and enjoy God more tell us about about prayer why why is prayer so important for Christians and the church I know there's different perspectives and perceptions of, of prayer. You know, do you go on your knees with your hands together and your eyes closed <laughs> next to your bed? Or, or is it something you can do at any time? Tell us a bit more about prayer and why it is so important for Christians, obviously, and the church. Yes, <coughs> this is a cool question that so many people ask. And I've had to go and sit down because it's almost, almost want to say it's natural for me in a sense because I believe it's part of who we are. Mm as children of God, but when you go read the Gospels, I mean, I look at Jesus, the Son of God. He spent hours in prayer. Whenever there was ministry before or after, uh, he had these big meetings and you see the miracles, he was praying. Mm. Uh, so I can't understand how we, <laughs> as his people, cannot pray. I mean, he gave the example. He's, he's and what's interesting, I sat last night uh, actually thinking, um, it was the only thing that his disciple asked them, him to teach them to do was to pray yeah, nothing wow. else they asked to teach sure. he asked them please teach us to pray because they saw there was something significant because mm -hmm. he spent times in prayer and things happened so it's part of who we are and, and, and I often sit and wonder if we look at a marriage relationship you cannot be married and never speak to your wife Sure. so we can't be married to Jesus because that's who we are yeah. when we are born again you, and then not have fellowship and speak to him wow yeah, that's, that's profound, and I think that puts it all in perspective uh, in terms of, of Christianity. And, and we often say it's not a religion, it's a relationship, but that's it is a religion, right, yes. but it's also a relationship, and, and, and you just nailed it there. Why do you think people often, often feel that they cannot pray or they struggle to pray? And, and you said something just now about you know, everything kind of unfolds from prayer. Um, we, we often say that prayer is the engine room of, of this church, and it should be the engine room of, of any ministry and of any anything really happening. We, we should be, be in being in prayer for that. So why do you think people often struggle um, with prayer and, and struggle to, to, to pray? I've heard many people speak, but I'll, I'll share out of my own experience and w what I also often still pick up from people. Um, Ach, there's a lot of aspects. Uh, people think it's only for certain mm. people. So it's for the pastors and for the leaders in the church or the, the intercessors, leader. that kind of stuff. Um, ach, and then you have where people think um, uh, they see themselves almost as worms. I mm. mean, how can they speak to God? And um, They don't have the eloquent words to speak. And mm. Because you sometimes get this picture of these guys with the big words. 
my vocabulary is <laughs> is dangerous. Yeah. I praise God for the word because that's what I can use. Yeah. Um, and then the I've experienced myself, and you can see it in people. The moment you you sin as old on you, or something happened, and you you slipped. People think, and that's the enemy. He will tell you, but you can't go and speak to God mm. in what you've just done, kind of stuff. And that I've seen a lot, uh, where the enemy steals the intimacy because God says, "Come to me." Mm. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't want you to run away because of what you've done. And and and. Um, yeah, there are just lies that people think, no, it's not for me. Mm. That's one of the biggest things. I think it's it's not necessary. Why why do I need to pray? If mm. God knows my thoughts already. Yeah, that, that that is basically what I what I was gonna lead into was what what are some of the lies that you know that people believe and I, I think you've covered covered yeah. most of them or at least a few. I think there's there's oh, very, there's very many, many lies. But the one is, you know, not thinking that we are worthy enough to go into god's presence even though we're not but but jesus gives us that that entrance that audience with god through him and and i think that's that whole identity thing that we do not know where he's put us uh, we do not know what he has done for us yeah. and so we we cowered away if that's the right word yes. we hide away and what's the scripture in isaiah that says it's our iniquities that build a barrier between us and god and yes. often it's that sin and that that recognition of the sin in our lives and we feel guilty and we stay away yeah. instead of of just running to that throne of grace with boldness um. and that's true uh, in the last year or so um what really ignited me or get me to spend more time with god especially in prayer as we just have we talk one face to face as a friends yeah. talk to each other sure. as we are sitting talking now um is understanding it changed my whole thinking understanding who god sees me mm. who i am yeah. in his eyes and how i can relate to him so it changes everything so i think that's also a part that that plays a role why people struggle to pray mm. uh, because we often don't see or understand how god sees us and how he longs to actually spend time sure, with yeah. us it changes the whole ball game because if i know i'm welcome in your presence i will come chat to you all the time mm. But we think there's a distance because this guy maybe thinks i'm not lacquer or something yeah. so that changes the whole thing yeah it's a perspective shift that we need to to get and and you you mentioned about the word and how that that's kind of it helps you I in times of prayer how how have you grown and nurtured your prayer life obviously the the word is a massive part of that uh, and i'm sure uh, you you would tell us a bit about that but in general how do you grow and nurture your prayer life <laughs> it's interesting while you were talking to two stuff popped in my mind I'm I'm not good on interviews, so I'm enjoying how these brothers are saying this. Yeah. This, um, I would like to share two things that happened to me that that drives my my prayer and grows me. Yeah. Way back once, man, we this church we were still in the old initial building. Uh, one night the Lord just laid on my heart, and I came to pray for marriages. There were a lot of people struggling with stuff, and I was just walking in the church, and I said, Lord. <laughs> I struggled to pray, and I said, Lord, what do I do? And he gave me Psalm 119, and I was just reading the psalm as I walked, reading it aloud, actually, and it's praying. A <laughs> it's a long one. But I would read like five verses and then pray for stuff that God just laid in my heart. Mm. And, and, and that sort of ignited something in me. And you were talking about the Word. And then, I don't know, a year or two ago, um, one morning I was sitting here preparing the coffee before the guys come and pray, and I was just sitting and and. and the word expectancy, God says we need to expect to meet with him. He says, I'm here, I'm uh, God Emmanuel, God with us, God in us. And, and I sat and I said, okay, um, Lord, what are you saying? And the Lord took me to John 1. In the beginning was, was the word and the mm. word was with God and the word was God. Mm. 
and suddenly that revelation just hit me um, that I'm gonna I'm speaking when I dig into when I open the word um, I'm actually almost looking into Jesus yeah. I'm looking into the one who know, who's above all things who made everything yeah. and 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 I don't know just re uh, re uh, revolutionized big word everything in me and especially in my prayer life it changed and and I've seen it time and again time and again uh, that's why I try to first thing in the morning I get up I, I switch off all other things and I just get lost <laughs> in God's presence even before I get out of the bed mm. and that's quite tricky because you can fall asleep again yeah. but yeah. I, I love to just soak and, and then I get into the word and I don't know just awaken something in me so the yeah. word is crucial I, I really dig into the word I love this challenge that that God gave us on reading through the Bible again just on an additional side um, I don't know it just makes us alive and um, I don't know um, there's a the God called me, if I can call, use that word, or my task for now. He said, one of the things, I want you to come alongside the leaders of the church, uh, especially the pastors and their families, and, and, and just be uh, the, the, the rear God kind of stuff and pray and see what I want to do. And, and that ignites and makes me excited because there's something that God wants to m me to do, and, and, and that drives me. Mm. And if you speak s uh, specifically nurturing, uh, wise, sure, everything <laughs> of the kingdom uh, nurtures me as, as a sense and and just coming alongside people we spoke about it earlier uh, just hearing what what is on god's heart what is he busy doing i mean we just did this visioning thing it just opened a whole can of worms yeah. again for me saying lord there's so much more i need to spend time with you and hear what's on your heart mm. um I don't know. I can. Uh, there's so much on, on my heart at no, the moment. No. I'll have to stop and let you ask no, some more that's questions. That's good, and, and I think it's the, it goes without saying that that the word is our number one resource right. when it comes to prayer, because that's the will of God in 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 book form, if I can put it that way. And and so if we, I think that's probably one of the best tips someone ever gave me in terms of prayers. If you don't know what to pray, if you if you're not praying in tongues, then then pray the scripture. Pray what that's the scripture right. says and. And you're sure to, to, to have God hear that because yeah. you are praying directly into His will. Are there any other resources that that you use to to build and cultivate this prayer life? Like, uh, are there people that you that you listen to, or that I don't know? Are, are there any other resources, or is is the word the primary focus, and and you leave it at at that? Yeah, I th I think people might think I'm different. I'm I'm not too big into reading books as such um, I get some encouraging through books yeah. uh, but my main I try and keep it with God itself in the word mm -hmm. and, and I do listen to other people I mean I've been encouraged so many times um, I think of once where Kelly just came and said um, if you if you change things in a more positive way when you pray and almost more declaring stuff and yeah. I saw the change so you learn a lot but I try to stick more in the word yeah. especially and I know people laugh at me um, um, I don't have all these eloquent words and praise God for his word I really I'm so blessed if it wasn't for the word I mean I don't know how one really prays them yeah. that's why people struggle because God just brings out the scriptures every time so I can pray actually his own words yeah. back to him yeah. and it makes it easier for me it takes all the pressure off because I don't have to go and dig deep in for some funny words or something mm. it, it's his river that starts to flow so I, I try to keep it there but I do the best thing is also to get alongside people that yeah. have a passion that walk with God and their heart uh, often the opens up in the prayer yes. yeah. so 
with any ministry, um, any any kind of job or ministry, uh, there's always barriers and things that we have to overcome. And I mean, I can say personally, there's often you feel like there's it's difficult to pray. Your your words are hitting the ceiling or whatever mindset you may have. So, do you ever feel a blockage or a barrier when you pray? And and what do you do or have you done to break through or overcome that barrier? Yes, now that often comes, and and I I believe sometimes it is the enemy. We can't blame him every time, but it comes, and there's a a very easy way for me is is um, is to just get into the Psalms. <laughs> People uh, call me salty, <laughs> uh, but I really believe, and that's why uh, most of our uh, gatherings, when we get together to pray, I I, I enjoy reading the Psalms. Yeah. It sort of kickstarts everything, and it it takes the pressure off yourself, looking at yourself, but rather looking at God. So uh, that's one of the key things that I I use, especially when there's a blockage. And the other one, there's no. There's no competition. It's it's just praising God mm. to switch off and to worship Him. Yeah, mm. Just th- think on 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 the beauty of God and just to worship Him. Just declare your love to Him. Mm. It switches everything because that's actually what it's all about. Mm. We often think we need to call shots and and ask and all these things. Yes, we have things that we need and we want to do stuff, but the, the biggest thing God says: Seek first My kingdom mm. and seek Me, and then He will show us great things. And it works that's just how it works yeah. God just I don't know just when we focus on God when we declare his glory the, the enemy cannot stand there then mm. all those blockages it's like a powerful drain cleaner it goes eh? <laughs> um, I don't know that's that's all I know yeah, well, <laughs> what, what's the saying Wh- when in doubt worship Amen. when you don't know what to do then you just worship because he knows what to do and that's actually when, when you said that about the Psalms I mean I've been doing it I'll, I've been with you when you've done it but it just kind of clicked when when you said y- you kind of it's basically just going on with someone else's prayer. That's a prayer mm-hmm. of David or someone who wrote that, and it's it's like tacking onto that and saying, okay, Lord, this is resonating in my heart. Let's it, the pump is primed, and you can go from there. And and, and I mean, you can never go wrong at praising God. That's Amen. What's it into his, his courts with thanksgiving and praise? Amen. And and so it's a good it's yeah. a good place to start and to get our hearts aligned with with what He wants to do. So. Adding on to the the morning sessions of prayer that you that you come to on a daily basis, what does your prayer daily prayer life look like practically? How do you how do you pray? Where do you pray? When do you pray? Besides, you know the the five <coughs> o'clock morning sessions. Yeah, I'm not a too structured kind of person because I believe uh, prayer is not actually a, a thing. It's mm. a it's a uh, it's a relationship. You mentioned that word earlier. Um, as I said, I wake up in the mornings first thing, uh, or most of the times. It all depends how tired I am. Um, I love to just sit and I really just speak to God face to face and say, oh, good morning, Lord. Mm. <laughs> Thank you that you are here. And, I, and it, it changes everything. And then, um, yes, I come and I first have my own time. As people you like to call it quiet time, I hate that word. <laughs> my times are certainly not quiet. quiet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a one-on-one with God, but... Um, and apart from the prayer meetings, I, I really believe uh, we often miss it because it's it's not a, a time of prayer sitting alone. I mean, I pray all the time during the day mm-hmm. because it is just speaking to God. Yeah. Um, I've seen incredible breakthroughs at work, sitting, and I can't get a, a thing to work because I'm in the IT part. And, and uh, often I will just say, Lord, what's going on here? Show me. And Holy Spirit would come and give the revelations yeah. and give solutions uh, or just give a peace and and. 
I know it's just incredible. I mean, as we walk, um, we've been challenged as a body to really go out and just do what God says yeah. everywhere. And um, prayer becomes natural because yeah. wherever you walk, you just you speak to God mm. and you ask God, Lord, what's happening here? What do I see? Yo, and, and I mean, yeah, and the, and, and the Lord just continuously speaks back to us so it's actually a constant thing yeah it's really it's it's permanent it's the whole time it's not an event that you attend yes so yes our, our, our prayer meetings i also don't like the word as meetings are dull for me it's it's times of of prayer coming together seeking god's face those are sort of fixed uh, because there's a place for corporate uh, prayer or corporate yeah. worship but during the day I, I need to speak to god the whole time otherwise i'll i'll, I'll, I'll lose it i fully agree with you on that that is that is probably the 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 easiest way of of seeing prayer is that it's an ongoing conversation um almost like we have a direct line to heaven or to, to god and and like we have our cell phones nowadays you can pick it up and phone or whatsapp or do whatever it's the same with god through through obviously the holy spirit and jesus but can do you think this can be expected of of every christian do you think that is that is kind of the norm for every christian or or is there scope like you said, you're not very structured in that, but is there scope for doing it differently? And if you did it differently, would it have the, the same impact or, or how, would, how would that work? Sure. I really believe it's for everyone because it's a simple conversation. Yes, you, do, you have people with different personalities and, mm. and styles, but yet we all talk. Some people are more quiet, um, but you still want to talk to someone. Mm. Um, and how much more if, if you are born again? Um, to be able to have time just to to talk t uh, to the lover of your soul, the mm. one who gives you life. I mean, you you can't. It's like I said. It's like a marriage. I mm. I cannot not speak to my wife. It just it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. You want to spend time with that yeah. person, and uh, as long as we make it natural, then it is for everyone. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like you will you will run dry if if, if there's no communion happening and yeah but there, there is a different aspect i think where that's why i say prayer goes more than just um your fellowship talking to god mm. you can go deeper on people declaring stuff i love that that's what god's been talking to me a lot about just declaring his truth his word and stuff into circumstances mm. and yes maybe people some people can think that's not really for them yet um I really want to emphasize the word yet because it's part of who we are we yeah. are the light of the world and he says go and declare my truth so but the basis is that we talk to him face to face the whole time it's mm. it's a relationship i really sense like you're even right now that god is is stirring something up in people to to understand that that it is it is available um, just as you're talking I, I think there's so many people that have been felt disqualified from from relationship with god because they haven't haven't known the truth about prayer because uh, that is like the word and praise is the the gateways into God's presence um, and and worship obviously, but we we worship through prayer and through Amen. the word as well. I don't know, just maybe in this moment, if 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 you can just pray for us to those people listening, just to to ignite and and activate just the, a re a revelation of what prayer looks like. Because uh, just as you're sharing, I'm I'm sensing that that God is really awakening this in people's hearts, that they will get it, that after they've listened to this, um, they will want to send it on to other people to, to catch the heart of prayer and, and that it will really come alive in their, in their lives. So if you would just maybe pray for us in this moment. Oh, that will be awesome. <coughs> yeah, Father God, thank you that 
<laughs> that you are alive and thank you that you delight in us thank you lord that uh, when we wake up in the morning you are there and, and you look with delight over us and and you want to spend time with us how much more us father and i i pray um today as 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 your people listen and as we walk um that you would come and ignite that fire in us thank you lord that you you love us so much and thank you that you've called us with a purpose and uh, lord your word says in in what's it ezekiel 37 about that valley of dry bones and, uh, and ezekiel asked and you said prophesy over those bones and lord we want to prophesy life and fire into the bones of your people where the enemy is stolen lord that that people will pick up and take back that which is theirs lord our our uh, inheritance in you father god our the fullness of of what you have for us i want to speak fire into people's bellies today lord that uh, intimacy will awaken that all the lies uh, of not being able to pray uh, that they will go now in jesus name thank you lord that you you call everyone your sons and your daughters lord and you long for intimacy and, and we just pray lord for igniting now in people's lives thank you that you you delight in hearing us cry out your name lord coming before you seeking your face that's who you are and we want to just declare lord you are good mm. You are good. And I, I pray, Lord, that you'll take us even deeper. You say, ask me and I'll show you great and unsearchable things, Lord. Yeah, you, you, you keep on calling us for deeper intimacy. And I want to pray that over your people, Lord, that we, we will grasp that, that you bring the re revelation, Holy Spirit, that we, that we will just come into that uh, intimate fellowship with you. Mm. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, well that's powerful. Um, thanks, Eddie. I, I really trust that this will... This will stir something in people's people's hearts as as this goes out as, as they listen to it, and it's just so awesome to be in God's presence. Uh, just a reminder again that when we're in prayer, we're in God's presence. Amen. We we're with Him. We yeah. He's right here with us. Um, what is what is your dream for prayer at the fellowship? I know you said earlier we had the, we've had our strategic planning for the year and for the next couple of years, foreseeable future. What what would you like to see in in the in the intercessory ministry in the prayer ministry happening? yeah way back um when we started we had our first encounter god gave us a word um i think it's isaiah 60 56 or something uh where uh, god said you uh, i've called you to be a house of prayer and that involves more and i know we're already people praying a lot but i'm i'm excited to to see uh an igniting in the prayer lives as we just prayed um one of my big passions is to see i dream about it coming in just before the service and seeing the entire church on their knees before God, just worshiping Him, mm. uh, crying out, uh, just declaring His praises. It, I know it's part of praise and uh, pray and worship go together as a form of worship. Just seeing people uh, really get excited and even out there. Um, and, I, I, and I am hearing more and more as people mm. coming excited saying they spend some time with God and they're talking, this is what God's saying. So there is a move, but I'm really, I'm getting excited about seeing I want to see it on a greater corporate yeah. level. Yeah. It's catching, That's one. Catching that wave. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I remember I, I looked at your your write-up of, of what your dreams are, and I was I was astonished because there were so many. Yeah. And, and in my mind, it's it, it's often, you know, you come together and you pray. Yes. But the, the <laughs> detail of, of what, what you have in your heart is, I think it is really important that people know that. 
yeah. people see that because how how can we come alongside how can we we push with your the vision that that god has given you we we know that it's from god it's not an, an eddy vision it's a god vision yeah. so maybe maybe share a couple more because i think it <laughs> is important for people to while you were talking now this one uh, and it's it's been a, i almost want to cry when i just think about it. god's been pushing me so much on this now for years and that's to see our younger guys mm. i mean the real younger ones even the under 12s seeing them up and, and god told me that we need to uh, rise up an, an army of prayers not prayer warriors but warriors in prayer yeah. i think that's what i noted in the in the, the notes as well um to see them rise up there's there's something that god wants to do with these young ones that they will walk in boldness praying but also declaring and just taking light into this mm -hmm. world that's the one real big passion on my heart and then um i don't know i, lo I long to see a, a a shift in in our um prayer and fasting times um it's really been uh, we can easily fall into a mold um but i'm expecting god to come and, and do something new mm. uh, take us into a new thing otherwise we we tend to do things over and over the same thing because it used to work mm. and then we actually go out the boundary of of relationship yeah uh, that we become a people that on the go mm. walk with god and do what he calls us to do and um yeah, there's a lot of new things popping in my mind. Even as I sit, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk for ages. Oh. I'm actually introvert, but my <laughs> when when God starts speaking my heart, I can't shut it up. But it's 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 exciting. I really uh, I'm I'm trusting God for for a move of His Spirit in in the prayer life of the church, big time. Uh, in terms of seeing this happen within our church body and and the greater body, the global church. Uh, what are some of the opportunities that people can get involved with um, right here at the fellowship in terms of, of coming alongside and just being in, in the ministry, the prayer ministry, the intercession? Where can uh, people get involved um, besides the, the morning prayer meetings? Yes. Um, well, we have a, a sort of established a, a prayer chain, if we can use that word, uh, where we send out when people send in requests, we get them to pray. Um, that's a, a real ideal place to to say that you you would love to join. Mm. Uh, what happens? I uh, people will phone me or send me a message, and I will obviously look. Uh, and due to confidentiality and stuff, we don't just send out everything, and yeah. I will, I will uh, uh, discern what God says and send it out for the people to pray appropriately. Um, so that's a big place to be able to come and come in the in the almost want to say into the army enlist mm. and bec become part of the the shift to be able to pray for others mm. and i mean there are others i was thinking earlier this morning of of healing rooms mm. it's another place of praying where we pray for the sick yeah. just another dimension but that's a place to come and even just sit in mm. while there's ministry happening praying uh, another one that i would love to and it's part of my dream is actually to see people when there's ministry in front of church in the mornings mm. after the service to see people just sit and and minister to God and to pray on behalf of those that are receiving ministry. Yeah, I sure. mean, there's there's so many opportunities. Um, and in if people um, feel they need a kickstart, I'm open. I've told many people, and I laugh. Rob gives the example. Maybe my hours will be dangerous, but <laughs> if you if you want to come and uh, um, catch, uh, Rob uses the you use the word. Um, contact me and, and we can make a time that we just pray together, together yeah. um, and then I can encourage you in some way mm. and I trust Holy Spirit does the big work anyway yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the one way I would really suggest Yeah, I would definitely encourage that I mean just sitting here with you now uh, and praying with you before and, and during it's incredible I, I always love it I remember not too long ago you we got to pray together as well in the time of prayer and fasting 
and it just uh, it's just amazing when you come alongside someone that is that is uh, lubricated in it so to speak <laughs> that that is oiled and it's uh, like a well-oiled machine and it just makes you enjoy it so much more so i would really encourage people listening i'm hoping that i'm i'm not making your hours terrible but to, to get in contact with eddie because it really is a an, a, an amazing opportunity not to be missed so in a, as, a, as a way of of ending off uh, it's really been incredible just to, to chat to you to um today how would you encourage just a, a kind of a, a i always i've always seen you as an encourager how would you encourage people into a, a life of prayer if they're if they're not there yet, just do it. It's <laughs> 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 a oh, that is a difficult question. Um, just realize that God wants to spend time with you. Mm. That's really I want to say. God loves each one. He hears the cries of His people. He says it throughout the Old Testament, New Testament, and and God God wants you to spend time with Him to seek His face. So uh, the big thing is I encourage you to people to just come alongside, come. Come and taste and see that the Lord is good. Mm. Come and come to the prayer meeting. Just sit in one or two or three. Um, go on the internet. I mean, there are uh, good things. Uh, there are some people, Dutch sheets, if you want to read up on on his encouragement on, on prayer. Um, I can't remember the other guy now that, that also ministers a lot about prayer. Um, there's so much just to get uh, to see how God moves and that it's real. Uh, try and put away the the worries of speaking the big words. Mm. We, I know we spoke about it earlier, but just put that away and say it's me time with God. Mm. And start small. Just mm. start praying, saying small stuff, and then... Just get started. Let your ear hang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Eddie. It's really been a, an honor and a privilege to have you here this today and, and, and talk to you about this very intricate topic of prayer i'm trusting and hoping that we can get you back again and because there is so much on it sure. um, i've really been blessed and and i, I mean just in this half an hour that we've been together i'm just uh, encouraged again and i've just been fired up again and i'm trusting that, that you the listener have been fired up again as well um, and that there will really be breakthrough in your prayer life we just declare that over you Amen. this morning and, and we thank the lord for for people like eddie and those who stand in the gap and who are these burning fires that we can come alongside to be ignited by this was uh, the sixth episode of the Fellowcast, and with me was uh, Eddie Cochran, the intercessory minis ministry leader of, of the fellowship and an elder at the church. And uh, yeah, next next time we will have uh, Andrew Wool, who's in charge of the strategic planning and strategy at our church at the fellowship. I trust that you had a, a, an amazing time with us today. Until next time, bye bye.